Shabbat Shalom, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. Just to note, to remind you of the upcoming, I believe it's on um, March 7th, uh, the memorial. It's not a feast, it's a memorial, it's a reminder. Um, called Purim when Esther through intercession and through fastings saved the people of Israel Yah's people went into the king and the king granted her mercy and the person that was trying to wipe them out Yah took care of them through the king and had them destroyed. And so that's what Purim, in a nutshell, is basically about. It's not a feast, kind of like Hanukkah. It's not a feast. But something did happen. It's worth remembering. It's worth looking over. It's worth studying and drawing any insights and revelation that you can have and apply to your life today. And what I take from Purim, one of the things <clears throat> is that we have favor. And if we will go before Yahweh and intercede on the people's behalf, especially on the body of Messiah's behalf, then Yahweh will move on our part because He is the King of Kings. He is the Most High. He is our Elohim. He is our Redeemer. He is our Savior. And when we intercede for individuals, especially in the body, Yahweh will release favor and put a stop. That's what the word rebuke means. You know, in Malachi 3.10 where it says, He will rebuke the devourer for your sake. That literally means that he will say to Hasatan, Stop it. That's enough. And that is what takes place when you and I intercede. And because of the favor that was put on us by obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments that Yeshua gave us, and we'll see that today here as we study about being set apart, that Yeshua promised that when we are set apart, <clears throat> that when we choose to obey His laws and commandments, when we choose to live and follow the lifestyle of Yahshua, how He lived. He's our example. Did He keep the Sabbath? Then we keep the Sabbath. Did He keep the feast? Then we keep the feast. Did he eat <clears throat> clean foods? Then we eat clean foods. Did he cast out demons? Then we cast out demons. <clears throat> Did he praise and worship his father? Then we praise and worship his father, the father. Did, was he a witness? Then we are a witness. Did he prophesy? Did he release judgments against wickedness? then we do the same. Whatever Yeshua did, 
we are to follow his example. So, I pray that you have a good time researching the book of Esther. That's where you'll find it. Read it. Study it. Read it in context. It's only about 10 or 11 chapters long. And you'll see how what the enemy meant for evil, Yahweh turned it around for a blessing. And you can be just set that in stone that whatever the enemy means for evil, the Yahweh, when you obey His laws and commandments, when you live according to Torah, when you keep the Sabbath, so on and so forth, He will turn things around and He will make a way where there seems to be no way. You know, that's one of my favorite truths. And because of it, how I came to that truth was when we moved to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, I grew up there, but my wife and I got married and met in New Mexico. But when we moved there, we were looking to buy a house. And the realtor said, you know, we didn't qualify for a house. I think the price was like 122000 during that time. And so when she told me that, I just went for a walk. And I reminded Yahweh of, of a few things. And I said, and I never understood this statement until I said it. I said, Yahweh, all I know is you're going to make a way where there seems to be no way. And <clears throat> when I got home, the realtor called and said, you more than qualify for that house. So praise Yahweh. It is a truth. It is a truth. And I just encourage you that even though you don't see His power at work, even though you don't see any visible signs of Him doing anything on your behalf. Just stay in faith and keep believing that He is making a way. Not that He's going to, but He is making a way where there seems to be no way. <clears throat> and His power is at work on your behalf. No matter what you may need. You may need healing. You may need finances. You may need a job. You may need a family you may need, whatever the case may be, He will and He is making a way and His power is at work. Now, if you're not obeying His laws and commandments and if you are living like the world lives, then you can't have confidence that He will make a way. You can hope, you can pray, and Maybe He will move on your, part, on your behalf to show you who He is. But when you are His child, when you are part of His body, and you are obeying His laws and commandments, and seeing that's the only way you can become part of His body, just because you confess a name doesn't make you part of His body. But when you live according to His laws and commandments, when you are seeking to follow Him, and to do everything Yahshua said to do, 
Remember, Yahshua said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. He also said, if you abide in me and my commandments abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. He also said in John 8, 31 and 32, that if you continue in his laws and commandments, or his word, then you'll know the truth, and then the truth will set you free, and you'll be his disciple. Now, I paraphrase that, but it's still a fact. It all is, the bottom line is, obeying his laws and commandments. So I encourage you to obey his laws and commandments. In 2 Corinthians 5, uh, begin, or, yeah, it's chapter, 2 Corinthians, I believe it's chapter 5 or chapter 6, chapter 6, sorry. It's chapter 6, verse 16, through the end of the chapter. And it says, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers or with the world system. You and I should not be living and looking and dressing and acting and talking like the world system does. But we need to be set apart. What commonality does Messiah's body have with Hasatan's body? Nothing. That's what it says. And it says to come out from among them and be set apart. And when you come out from among them and become set apart, it says that Yahweh Elohim, will take you up as his son or daughter. And so the key is, he's not going to do it for you. You need to separate yourself. And see, what it means to be set apart is that you and I look different. We act different. When people look at us, there is a clear discern discernibility that they can see we are not like the world. We are not like them. We are not talking like them. We are not cussing, fussing, and lusting, and talking about immorality things. Our language does not have the F-bombs and the SOBs in it and all the other filthy language that comes out of a person. You see, Filthy language comes out of a person because they're unclean on the inside, because filth is on the inside. And if you are finding yourself speaking words of filth, then you need to examine how much of Yah's spirit and his cleanness is within you. Not to condemn you, but I'm just pointing these things out. So let's turn to Leviticus 19. I only have a few scriptures, but nonetheless, it will impart into you this principle of being set apart. And when you and I are set apart, we are set apart from immorality. We are set apart from filthy communication. We are set apart from sexual immorality as well as all different other types of immorality.
We don't watch television shows that are um, revealing immorality. We don't watch television shows where women's cleavage are show, being shown or when two people are in bed. We don't watch those shows. We don't watch things that go against Yahweh's laws and commandments. We don't do things that the world does. We don't watch horror movies because that's fear. That's violence, hatred. We don't watch these shit, these things. Or at least when you're, if you're watching something and Yahweh quickens it, you should not be seeing this. Either turn it off, fast forward through it, or whatever. Alright? Okay, in Leviticus 19, verses 1 and 2, it says, And Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the children of Israel. So the context is to all the children of Israel. If you are wanting salvation through the Messiah, if you are wanting to follow and have the benefits of Yahweh the Creator, then you are grafted into Israel. And this is for you. You are not a Christian. You are part of Israel. Christianity, Catholicism, is not part of Israel. It's part of this world system. It's part of paganism. I know some people have a hard time with that. They just don't believe it. They think they can keep their foot, one foot in the world, one foot in worshiping the gods on the day of the sun, which is Sunday, and then also celebrate, you know, the Sabbath. You can't do that. It, you're either for them or against them. You, you can't have your foot in both worlds. And it says, say to them, be set apart. He's not suggesting it. It is a commandment. We cannot have any opinion on this. Yahweh says, be set apart. Set apart from the world system. Set apart from immorality. Set apart from the ways of darkness. Set apart from drunkenness. Set apart from getting high. Set apart from smoking dope. Set apart from using prescription pills as a way of, es of escape. Set apart from lusting after things or after women or after men. Set apart from whatever it is that is of darkness that is of the world system. And then he says, For I, Yahweh, your Elohim, am set apart. The reason we are to be set apart is because Yahweh is not like the gods of this world. He is not like the sun gods. He is not like Baal. He is not like Semiramis. He's not like any of the deities that paganism um, and every false religion worships and serves. He is different. He is set apart. And he has his set apart 
rules, if you will, his laws and commandments, that if you want to follow him, then you and I need to be set apart. When we came to Torah, even when we were in Christianity, we were not like the world system. Now, yes, we did worship on Sunday, and yes, we were totally ignorant of it, but we tried, to, for the most part, to, to be obedient to the Scriptures. And then when we came to Torah, we found out areas we were not obedient in, and instantly, it didn't take rocket scientists. It didn't take people confirming, you know, 55 ways that uh, reasons why we need to obey the feast. We saw it in the scripture, and boom, it said forever, boom, shakala. We started to obey it. We saw that the Shabbat, the Sabbath, the day of worship, is not the first day of the week, and we found out what the first day of the week was about. Who invented it? Who changed it? Constantine. Who um, tried to put an end to Yahweh's commandments of the seventh day Sabbath, Catholicism, Constantine, and Christianity. And we separated ourselves from it. We didn't know what to call ourselves. We were no longer Christians. We were just obeying Yahweh's word, His laws and commandments. We were set apart. And we didn't care what we were called. We didn't care what other people said about us. And, you know, some people have just accepted us uh, in our families and friends, you, you know, and we don't push the envelope. We have fellowship and relationship with family members. You know, we know things not to talk about because they're not there. They don't want to hear it. But there are other things, you know, you can communicate with them. You can talk about the weather, talk about sports, talk about the family, talk about children, grandchildren. You know, there's a lot of other things that you can fellowship in Hopefully, through our witness, they will see about Yahweh's laws and commandments. So anyways, it says here, For I, Yahweh, your Elohim, am set apart. Then, he says, For each of you should fear his mother and father, and guard my Sabbaths, plural. I am Yahweh, your Elohim. Now let's turn to 1 Peter. Let's go to 1 Peter. I got me a new Bible. And I like how some of it says it's an ISR Bible with, I don't know if you can see it. They have Yahweh's name spelled out uh, in Hebrew. And the only thing I don't like about it is for the Messiah's name, for the Messiah's name, they, they believe it's Y-E-H-S-H-U-A. And, you know, that's fine. But I am of the opinion and belief that it's Y-A-H because Yah is short for Yahweh. And Y-A-H in Yeshua's name means Yah is salvation, and then Shua. So that's my personal 
that's my personal belief but let's look at first Peter or Kepha uh, in this Bible it's page 1183 um, the other nice thing about this Bible is on one side it has the the names of the book in Hebrew and the other side in um, in English so for people that are just learning it's um, it's very helpful so so far I really like it I sure wish that someone would come out with a Yahweh Yeshua Hebraic Bible that is a study Bible I remember when we were in Christianity we had a couple study Bibles that had what words meant in the Hebrew or the Greek. It had center column references. For whatever reason, in the Torah movement, Hebraic movement, whatever you want to call it, they don't have that just yet. All right. So 1 Peter 1, verse 15. It says, instead, um, let well, let's start in verse 13. Therefore, having girded up the loins of your mind, being sober, yet your expectation perfectly upon the favor that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Yahshua Messiah. So it's talked, it says here that the revelate that the favor that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Yeshua Messiah as obedient children. See, one thing I can say about most Torah observant people that I know anyways, they try to be obedient. They may not succeed in every way, I don't either, but they are trying to be obedient. Obedient to what? Obedient the man-made traditions, Christmas, Easter, no. They're trying to be obedient to Yahweh's laws and commandments, to Yahweh's Sabbath, Sabbaths, to the new moon, to the uh, feast days of Yahweh that the scripture says, that Yahweh said, is forever. And Yahweh has not changed. It says, not conforming yourselves to the former lusts in your ignorance instead as the one who called you is set apart Yahweh Yahshua is set apart so also you should become set apart in all your behavior you should become set apart in all your behavior. Let me say it again. You shall become, I shall become set apart in all, 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 all means all. In the Hebrew, it means all. Our behavior, our actions, our lifestyle. We should have a lifestyle that glorifies Yahweh that glorifies the Messiah. And then it says, because it has been written. Again, 
the new the renewed writings renewed new testament renewed it's called the the renewed covenant or the renewed writings it's renewed because it's based upon the first writings the torah the prophets and the the writings in the first part of the book it says because be set apart because or for I am set apart so we need to be set apart in all our behavior and be set apart for Yahweh and Yeshua set apart now when you study Yahshua's lifestyle you see that he was set apart he wasn't like the Pharisees he wasn't like the rabbis that were teaching their own written laws he wasn't like the world system he wasn't like the people of darkness he was set apart you know people constantly said well who is this I thought he was Joseph's son but see he was different he was set apart now that doesn't mean everywhere you go when you're talking to regular people that you know you're quoting scriptures constantly or you're talking um, using biblical terms that they're not going to understand or Hebraic terms that they're not going to understand we need to be normal we need to be natural Israelites and be able to communicate with people to where they'll understand it not acting super spiritual not exalting ourselves above them and you know I remember in Christianity you know people would say and I have I know someone that does this everything the Lord said the Lord said the Lord said the Lord said well they don't realize when they say Lord who they're referring to is Baal but nonetheless that's not his title and that's not his name see we don't need to be saying Yeshua said Yahweh said constantly to other people okay so we need to be set apart in all our behavior flip on over to first Peter chapter 2 and verse number 9 and it says that you are a chosen race yeah you you sitting in jail you who want nothing to do with Yahweh Yahweh has chosen you you are a chosen race now who he's referring to here are the people of Israel Torah observant people and see just because you go to church just because you worship on Sunday you may have been told you're a chosen race as a Christian but you're not but he is calling you to become that it's up to you to decide 
and then choose to follow his instructions. But he says, but you, the children of Israel, those that are Torah observant, those that are obeying his laws and commandments, keeping the Sabbath, so on and so forth, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a set-apart nation, a people for his possession. Now, where'd that come from? Peter just didn't come up with that. That, that came out of the original covenant, the Torah. Peter was just quoting it. You are a chosen race. Now, understand this. You, the Torah-observant people, are a chosen race. You know, I remember days back when I was a teenager and I was sitting in jail because of some drunken, drugged, stupid thing I did. You know, Yahweh was calling me. I didn't know Him as Yahweh at the time. And you may not know Him as Yahweh at the time, but He's calling you out of that lifestyle. And it says, You are a royal priesthood, a set-apart nation. So we are a set-apart nation. America is not a set-apart nation. The politicalness of Israel, that political government, is not a set-apart nation. Russia is not a set-apart nation. But all the people living in all these different nations that are Torah-observant are a set-apart nation within a nation. Hallelujah. We are a royal priesthood. You know, a lot of people name their, their kids, you know, biblical names. But if you are not teaching them Yahweh's laws and commandments, you know, it's not going to do much for them unless you start teaching them to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. All right. In Leviticus, trying to wrap this up, uh, in Leviticus chapter 20 and verse number 26. Leviticus 20 and verse number 26. It says, You shall be set apart to me. For I am set apart and have separated you from the peoples. So, if you're living just like the world lives, you're getting drunk, you're getting high, you're having sex out of marriage, you're committing sexual sin, immorality, filthiness, filthy language comes out of your mouth, you're eating food that Yahweh calls is unclean, you're keeping pagan holidays, so on and so forth, you are not part of his body. Alright? He said, you shall be set apart to me, for I am set apart. We do not see Yahweh or Yeshua keeping pagan holidays. We do not see Yahweh or Yahshua 
defying the commandments, the laws they set down. We do not see them agreeing or saying that any of Yah's laws and commandments have passed away. We don't see that. But we do see them being set apart and continually following Yahweh's laws and commandments. Yahshua did it even to the point of death. Even when they threatened to crucify Him, He would not stop. And the early disciples, when they were threatened, you're going to be murdered if you don't renounce Him. They wouldn't do it. They wouldn't renounce Yahshua. I know Christianity says it's Jesus, but that's not who it is. That's not His name. That was never His name. Miriam never called her son Jesus. Why? It never, that name never existed. He called, she called Him by a Hebrew name. So it says here, you shall be set apart to me, <clears throat> for I am set apart, and have separated you from the peoples that you should be mine. When you pay the price to separate yourself from the powers of darkness, from the ways of darkness, from anything that represents something in darkness, in that has pagan roots. And you go through that process. You are His. You are set apart. So my encouragement to you is set yourself apart. You may need to set yourself apart from friends. You may need to set yourself apart from family members. You may need to set your part, yourself apart from behavior in how you've been behaving, music you've been listening to. Is it the world? Set yourself apart from it. Me and my wife, we were heavy into, you know, contemporary Christian worship. We've set ourselves apart from it. Why? Because they use pagan names. They use G-O-D. They use J-C. They use the name Lord. And we know those are all referencing Baal. So without realizing it, when you're singing those songs, you're giving praise, you're giving worship to, to Baal, and Hasatan is just laughing because of ignorance. Didn't the prophet say, Hosea 4.6, My people perish for a lack of knowledge. That's Yah's people. People that may in their hearts want to follow the Creator, but in their, their actions... They're following, not the Creator, Baal. So it says, you shall be set apart to me. Okay, a couple, couple more verses. Psalm 30 and verse 4. Psalm 30 and verse 4. And then Revelation 22 and verse 21. So Psalm 30 and verse 4 says, Sing praises to Yahweh. You, His saints, or you, His set-apart ones. And give thanks 
to his set apart name Yahweh. So people that don't want to call him by his biblical name, people that don't think it's important, they're not set apart. And they are not set apart to his name. And when they're not set apart, they're not his. In order to be his, you need to be set apart from the world, which also means you need to be set apart from whom the world refers to as the Creator, as the Messiah. The world has its Messiah. Messiah. The world has who they think is God, Mighty One, or the, or the Creator. But that's not who He is. That's not His name. His name is Yahweh. Now, other people may pronounce it differently. For short, that, that would please everybody, you can just say Yah. His name is Y-A-H. Yah. And it says we are to sing praises to Yah. So you are to sing praises to Yah. Yah, I worship you. Yah, I love you. Yah, I honor you. Yah, I bless you. Ho, rabasi, modete. I worship you, Yah. You are my Father. You are my Creator. So on and so forth. And then it says, and we are to give thanks to His set-apart name, Yahweh. Yahweh, we thank You. Yah, we thank You. We thank You for Your favor. We thank You for Your salvation. We thank You for all that You are doing in our lives, even when we don't see it. Yah, we thank You. So on and so forth. Those are just, just, just a little example. So, the psalmist said, Sing praises to Yah, you His set-apart ones, and give thanks to His set-apart name, Yahweh. Now, this isn't a suggestion. This doesn't say when you feel like it. This also is saying to me, when things aren't going good, when you're not feeling good, when the enemy's bombarding you, sing praises to Yahweh. Sing praises to a set-apart name. Give thanks to a set-apart name. Worship his set-apart name. Alright, one more. Uh, Revelation 22, verse 21. Revelation 22, verse 21 says, The favor of our Master, Yahshua Messiah, be with the set-apart ones. It says, the favor of our Master, Yahshua Messiah, be with the set-apart ones. So who is John declaring that has the favor of the Messiah, that has the favor of the Most High? It is the set-apart ones, the ones that have set themselves apart from this world, from immorality, from filthy communication, and their lifestyle is distinct. Their lifestyle, when you look at them, even when they're going through difficult times, you can see their lifestyle is different. They're not angry, they're not hateful, they're not vengeful, they're not having F-bombs fly out of their mouth, or um, their their communications on social media 
is still of righteousness and not of darkness or of this world system. So some of us have a lot of growing to do. Some of us have a, some growing to do. All of us have growing to do in this area. So Yahweh, Father, we ask you to help us be set apart. Give us the boldness, the backbone, the strength to set ourselves apart from this world system and from the powers of darkness. And those that are listening that want nothing to do with you, want nothing to do with obeying your laws and commandments. Father, have mercy on them. Write and begin to draw them to your presence and reveal your laws and commandments to them. And we pray, Yahweh, that you would restore our families, our friends, our co-workers, our neighbors, our former co-workers, and even this nation as much as possible to your laws and commandments that they would be set apart in the power and through the sacrifice of Yeshua Messiah, the, the set-apart one. Hallelujah. You know, just thinking about, you know, there's been much to be said about these revivals that people are saying are going on. If the end result is not drawing them to Torah, drawing them to Yahweh's laws and commandments, that they would be set apart from the world system, then it's just a smokescreen. And so, you know, we have to give it time and see what comes out of it, what comes out of these people's lifestyles. If their lifestyles are changed to obey and to follow Yahweh's laws and commandments and to live set apart, then it was of Yahweh, something Yahweh did in that. He used it somehow. He turned it around for His good. But if it wasn't, if it was just to enforce Christianity, to spread Christianity, to spread paganism, then it was not. And so, anyways, that's all I got to say about that. So, if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us on our website. Again, I want to thank everybody for their financial support, their spiritual support, in supporting uh, the calling that we have to restore Yahweh's laws and commandments to this world, to people, to individuals, and to be a blessing to them. And so, if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us as YahwehYahshuaAssembly.com. You can also find me, Mark Pulley, on Facebook. You can also find, we have a group, Yahweh Yeshua Assembly, and praise Yahweh that's growing. I think it's getting close to 1,900 people. Um, we also have a page, Yahweh Yeshua Assembly, uh, that you can connect with there so you can be in touch. Because there's a lot of things I share during the week that comes to me yeah, that I see in the scriptures or Yahweh speaks to my heart or I hear from other men and women of Yahweh and it's powerful so I Put it out there to encourage the body. So be encouraged, be set apart, and be blessed this coming week. 
Shabbat Shalom. You have no doubts, Lena? None whatsoever, Lena?